crystals are everywhere at the moment. I mean, if you've been down the crystal TikTok rabbit hole, you know. Hey guys, so I got all these crystals and I'm really excited to talk all right, to you. For beginners, my first favorite crystal is Satin Spar, commonly sold as selenite. So I've cleansed and charged my crystals under the full moon. It's interesting to love the honest bad bitch self. Get malachite. Feeling, I feel so connected to rose quartz. Self-love, happiness, just, it's great. Some people love them because they're aesthetic. But some people genuinely seem to believe these refined rocks are changing their lives. Now, this whole thing, it's nothing new. Crystal healing's a belief system and practice that goes way back, like 4,500 years or more, where the ancient Sumerians believed they have magical properties. But there's a lot of things from back then we don't believe anymore, like that the earth is flat. Although, yeah, actually some people do still believe that. Well, anyway, lately crystals have been making their way into the bedroom in the form of mass-produced sex toys like wands, dildos, and yoni eggs. They look pretty, and they're all over Instagram. So does putting some rose quartz inside you help you find healing and inner peace and pleasure? Or is it doing more harm than good to the environment and your health? Nat Tenjic here, and in this episode, we're sussing out this crystal sex toy trend, talking to the people who love them, but also checking whether they're actually safe to use. So yeah, crystal sex toys are having a moment. I feel like it started a few years ago with Gwyneth Paltrow singing the praises of jade eggs on her lifestyle site Goop. You can use them for kegel training and getting in touch with your femininity, powering your yoni or whatever. Pop it up your cooch and boom, you're a newly found sexual entity. I don't know. But lately I've been seeing them all over my Insta powered by pretty aesthetics and mystical healing properties. Or at least so they claim. So is that why they're gaining popularity right now? Someone who knows this trend well is Catherine Halcyon. She's a sex and relationships therapist and coach who sells these crystal pleasure wands. She was introduced to them a little while ago, but she hasn't looked back since. I've been using them for a really long time, um, a few years now. And I just discovered them from a friend. I was at her house and she had one and (laughs) that was it. I fell in love. And many years later, um, you know, after becoming a counsellor and like sexuality trained, I decided to start introducing them to the population and like to share the love and started sourcing them from an ethical supplier overseas. And now, um, yeah, I have an online shop and that's kind of the journey. It's been about three, four years. Why did you fall in love? They provide something that's different. It it allows for more variety in the sex toy market. Whilst um, sex toys and vibrators definitely have a place and they're really important. It's just good to have some variety and they're just so beautiful. Like really the, the properties and what they give people is just amazing. Like what properties are we talking about? Like what do they do? crystals have properties um you know rose quartz connects to the heart chakra and all of that but even if you don't believe in that kind of mentality or like you don't really believe in crystal properties you can still enjoy the benefits of just having such a beautiful piece that's not necessarily a vibrator but can still be used internally um and 
allow you to engage with your body in a different way. And what I find with my work and what I'm finding with work, like the people that are purchasing from me um, and my customers, they're just enjoying the fact that it allows for mindful pleasure as opposed to, I think a lot of people feel used by their vibrators. Like, you know, it's just like one setting, they have to hold it to their body. It's kind of over within two minutes. Whereas this allows you to engage with your body in a really intimate and mindful way. And it's just like an invitation to try a different type of pleasure. How does that though, um, like that centeredness, I guess, like how does it differ to like a glass or um, steel wand, for example, something that has a similar feeling, temperature, um, texture? Again, that comes back to the whole crystal properties things. And just from what my experience and talking to so many different people um, over the last like three, four years, they just prefer it. Um, Steel gives people the impression it's like quite a um I guess strong element to it where it feels a bit too intense um and some people prefer the crystals just because they are more like they're just more beautiful and I can't really summarize it better and usually people are quite hesitant and they might have some doubts and then they'll give it a go and they're like ah I get it now (laughs) there's just something about the the fact that it's crystal that's a little bit more Um, it's less intimidating. How have your clients reacted to using crystal implements? I wouldn't talk about my clients, but I can talk about my customers and they, they love it. Like they're really enjoying all of the benefits that these crystal pleasure ones can offer. Um, Mainly the main feedback that I get is like this allowed me to slow down and actually enjoy pleasure for the first time in my life. Like some people, I guess they just didn't really feel that they were experiencing pleasure in the body with vibrators, etc. cetera, um, because vibrators can be quite a quick process. And these really allow you to engage over a long period of time, you know, takes longer, um, it's more intuitive. There's a bit of a craze around them, I think, at the moment, as well as like the yoni eggs and um, other sort of crystals that you put inside of you. Why do you think it's having a moment? I think like with all industries, there's a new fascination with more like conscious and new age modalities. We're into alternative health. Like this is just another segment of that. So it's just another thing to try. And I think people are really enjoying it. Really, I can see it happening. And you're right, it is so popular. It's crazy. Okay, so we've heard a bit about why crystals are thriving at the moment. I have a bit of a theory here too, if you allow me. For an audience largely of women, I mean dudes, shout out if you love a crystal sex toy too, but I feel like this is mostly aimed at the ladies. Who maybe feel intimidated by other toys, the spiritualness of crystals can make sexual pleasure feel more accessible and less stigmatized. And maybe having something that's meant to make you more mindful of your body and mind when you're masturbating can feel good. Yeah, even healing. So I had to talk to someone who uses them, what it's like and why they love it. Mickey is a crystal pleasure wand owner and user. She says she started using it after it was recommended to help with her sexual trauma. For me, it actually came from a very healing perspective because I had a lot of um, sexual trauma and also I grew up very Christian, so I didn't have a great relationship with 
sex or with masturbation or that part of myself. It was the first sex toy I've ever had. And I was like, this is great. I can connect with this part of myself and heal my traumas. Because I think like a lot of women have sexual trauma to some degree, you know, because we grow up in a society where we're touched but we don't want to be. We are spoken to like we're pieces of meat, essentially. For me, like I had a lot of deep sexual trauma. So it was a way for me to really heal that part of myself. Yeah, right. I'm curious, like, have you had much interaction with crystals or crystal healing in the past? Uh, Yeah, I'm like a bit woo-woo and love using crystals just um, as a healing tool in general. But at the same time, I'm not like, I'm not this huge wealth of knowledge around crystals or anything. I don't walk around with them like shoved up my ass and in my ears and like anything like that. Well, no, just one hole across, you know. (laughs) In other places, yeah. (laughs) But... I'm, I guess I'm aware of their healing properties and I've seen healers who use them and I'm aware of their power and potency. And I'd seen people using like yoni eggs, which I still am like a bit afraid to use because I'm a bit scared that it'll go up and just never come out again and it'll be lost in my insides forever. But yeah, like I've seen people using the wands and stuff and it was, I guess, for someone who has never had never used a sex toy before, it was actually more appealing for me to try that as opposed to six meter long vibrating dildo or something. Yeah, right. So you talk about like the um, the healing sort of properties that attract you to it. Tell me, like, how does it actually feel when you use it? Could you describe that for me? It literally just feels like almost like glassy because it's like very, very smooth. It can be cold or you can warm it up. It gives you a lot of the control. Even the way that it's shaped is a lot more explorative, encourages you to really like get to know your body and yourself more by using it. I don't know if that's a great way to describe it, but for me, that's what I've noticed difference-wise. Like if I, you know, have like five minutes to grab the vibrator, but if I have really time to just like um, spend on myself, I also have a pink quartz crystal dildo which is a crystal that's like so self-love it's like a heart opening crystal so which is why I was attracted to that one because to me it's like my self-love to myself so it's kind of has a lot more properties you feel like you're doing a lot more there's just like the healing of the crystal itself but it's also the intention that you're putting into it because you know that it's like this real self-love thing it's this real explorative thing it's this real healing thing as well you know you mentioned it just there that like idea that if you know something is going to come with like self-love as a concept do you think that that helps just like put you in the mindset to be open to receive that you know oh definitely like as I said, I'm no, no scientist. I don't really like know the scientific healing um, properties of crystals, but for me, it's more about the intention that they hold. Like you can probably put that intention into anything, but it's more like the symbolism. I think for a lot of people, they see like a pink quartz and they put that intention of that self-love and like if they're using it for healing like it's sort of just like a symbol that makes more sense and it's more relative to their healing journey 
you know, as opposed to like a silicon vibrator or something. Is like spirituality important to you? Yeah, definitely. That's something that is like a big part of me. So I do resonate a lot more with using the crystals for that. Yeah, like the way you describe it makes it seem like it's something of a tool to connect your sexuality and your spirituality. A hundred percent. That's like really been the journey for me and what I have used the wand for is just really connecting and healing myself and my spirituality and like incorporating all of that. I guess turning, you know, masturbation into more than just getting off. It's like really about connecting to my feminine and like healing her and like connecting with her and figuring out what she wants and like healing all of those traumas and stuff, which is like, it sounds so wild because you're like, was just masturbating but and I used to think the same if someone said to me like just lie down and you can connect with your yoni and like heal your womb space I would have been like that makes no sense but it's actually really interesting how for me personally huge difference like just as far as um, learning to receive even it's like really connected that and really healed a lot of that which is then moved into the rest of my life and being able to open myself up to receiving just in general. It sounds like what Mickey's doing is actually kind of helping her. She's been able to slow down, get in touch with herself and feel genuine pleasure and peace. So she's not harming anyone or herself by using the toys this way, right? Mm, I can't shake the feeling there's more to it. So are the crystals really doing anything or is it a bunch of mind power? Dr. Brad Mackay is a GP and author of the upcoming book, Fake Medicine, Exposing the Wellness Crazes, Cons and Quacks Costing Us Our Health. Trust and believe he has a lot to say about the trendy new toys on the market and why this ancient crystal healing idea is still persisting in 2021. What I'm hearing at the moment is people saying, yes, this has been really helpful and, and I've had sexual trauma and I'm, I'm finding this intimate tool to use to get me through a difficult time in life or a difficult part of my sexuality or religion. I think from that perspective, that's fine. Whatever you're choosing to use, um, that is okay to, to pleasure yourself. But uh, if you're also sort of imposing um, more sort of spiritualistic ideas or vibrational energy on top of it, then um, then that's sort of a, a little bit disingenuous if, if that's what's been advertised. Uh, and as you're saying, like this, um, this thousands of years thing, uh, this was like totally debunked previously uh, as, a, as a, um, a ploy from Gwyneth Paltrow and, and her company Goop previously. Yes, as we talked about the, um, the jade egg of Goop, which is still on their website, by the way. So, I mean, they're still selling it, but, you know, like, I can imagine, um, Brad, that this has been debunked time and time and time again. Yeah, well, certainly uh, back in 2017, this is when Goop posted an article on their on their website saying, uh, titled, um, Better Sex Jade Eggs for Your Yoni. Uh, fantastic. Yay. Um, and what they said of claimed uh, to happen was that it would balance your hormones, that putting this jade egg inside your vagina would regulate your menstrual cycles, prevent uterine prolapse, increase bladder control, um, as well as cultivating sexual energy, clear your chi pathways, intensify your femininity, invigorate your life force, all of these sort of things. And they were actually fined um, about 145,000 US dollars um, because these claims could not be uh, upheld. So, um, so they've gone through a court 
court proceedings. Uh, they've needed to pay this fine because of it. So they still sell their eggs online. Yes, um, they're still a big seller, unfortunately. Um, and they just say nowadays that it's um, yeah to, to cleanse yourself and use very general terms instead. Yeah, uh, but but also yeah from this ancient sort of um, pathway as well. Um, what there was a study that was done uh, just in 2019 um, by uh, Jen Gunter. So she's an obstetrician and gynecologist over over in Canada, and um, she she went through like all of these collections of Chinese um, uh, pieces of artwork and uh, and different collections across the board. Uh, they looked at about 5,000 items, um, including all sorts of different jade items, and found that there was no reference in history um, for using these jade objects in China um, and this is what uh, Goop had been saying that it had been used for thousands of years that it was a, a secret um, that was uh, carefully guarded by Chinese royalty and that these jade eggs had been used by queens and concubines to keep their vagina in shape for their emperors um, and all of this w was not sort of um, validated by any historical documents so this is really sort of just pulling the wool over a lot of a lot of people um, and uh, trying to give this sort of spiritual quality um, or this ancient um, wisdom um, to an item that they can charge a lot of money for and rip people off. So why do we buy into it then? Why is Mickey singing its praises and why, why do we feel like it's um, it's doing some good? What you alluded to before was that it is uh, what we put on it. It's our impression. Uh, if we think that it's going to be healing our heart chakra and uh, connecting our body in different ways, then we can feel that as a, an energy or as an, an, as an idea uh, that goes through our body and this is what we feel. But all of that is a, a placebo effect in our own brain telling us what is happening. So it is these special items everybody has special items in their life um, uh, things that we go to when it, when it comes down to it it's metal or wood or whatever it's crystal uh, but there's no special energy that is uh, being emitted from it it's the it's the energy or power that we bestow on that item ourselves and what we create in our own brain for it ah uh, yeah Okay, the placebo effect is so powerful. And I suppose if it helps you, then maybe that's okay. Like we all have different ways of healing. And if you subscribe to this way, then get what's yours, I guess. But there is still a medical issue that has consistently come up about the hygiene of all these toys. You heard from Catherine Halcyon before. Here's her stance on it and what she tells her customers. Um, at the end of the day, it's really about... Um, the customer or the person that's using it, they have to take responsibility for how they're using it, like with anything in life. The disclaimer that I put out is that you must clean it thoroughly, consistently, and you have any doubts, you, you need to talk to your doctor or your gynecologist. But um, more, more often than not, I, I've literally never had a bad complaint. And the idea is just like with any sex toy, with any sex toy, you have to clean it. Um, and you can have the same kind of issues with something that's battery operated and electrical. Um, you need to make sure that you're taking good care of it to take care of yourself as well. As Catherine says, it's so important to always consult your GP for any medical advice. But in terms of cleaning, it might not be quite as simple as being thorough and consistent. Here's Dr. Brad again on that safety aspect. 
Well, yeah, whenever you're putting something that could shatter inside yourself, um, that can always be a problem. Uh, but it's also that the crystals are, are really porous. So it's very easy for bacteria to, to hide in them. There's lots and lots of nooks and crannies that, that um, bacteria can find their way into. And even if you're scrubbing in the sink, you're not going to get rid of a lot of the bacteria that's there. So there is a potential to, um, to keep on uh, causing bad bacteria to seed back inside your vagina every time you reuse it. Um, a lot of women will have uh, bacterial vaginosis when the um, a certain type of bad bacteria that's a little bit smelly and horrible and uh, and can cause major problems um, uh, we sort of don't want a, an item to be reseeding that back in all the time so otherwise you'll be trying all sorts of antibiotics and that will be futile because you've got a, a, a fomite that's uh, an object that's reintroducing it Yikes. And so does boiling them work as a, as a way of killing that bacteria or is it, does it get too deep for that? Uh, it's still not a guaranteed way of doing it. Um, I think a, a lot of people have um, put their, their dildos and vibrators into the uh, the dishwasher. That's always a fun way of, of getting rid of, uh, of bacteria. Uh, but the whole problem is with uh, with all the nooks and crannies that are within the quartz uh, or crystals um, that, yeah, like you, you could certainly be just washing over the top and they can um, seep out later on. So would you recommend maybe if you are going to use one, using one with a condom or some barrier protection? That would be a, a suitable option, yes. Um, uh, but again, some people may prefer the feeling of it, that sensation of, of glass, that sort of uh, surface to uh, to crystal that was um, that was enticing or enhancing the sexual experience. So certainly, um, so you, certainly you could. But yeah, if you are having recurrent bacterial vaginosis or other bacterial infections, then yeah, you need to be um, certain that you're you're talking with your doctor about what you uh, what you are putting up there. Could you tell us about the safety issues when using these toys anally as well? One of the safety issues is the bacteria. So certainly if bacteria, particularly um, bad bacteria in the anal canal, if that uh, gets embedded into the, the nooks and crannies of, uh, of the quartz or the crystal, um, then it is really hard to get it out. So you're not really wanting to use it anally and then using it vaginally um, because you can be mixing the bacteria up between there and you're, you're not going to get it clean enough to, to warrant sort of like different uses in different areas. Uh, but the other thing is well as the shape and, and some people are sort of like considering using um, things like yoni eggs so vaginal eggs um, for their anus um, but, but really um, this is very very dangerous uh, because it can easily get stuck up there and it's really hard to get out uh, so I was told a long time ago that if you're going to put anything up your anus then make sure it's either tied to somebody else or tied to a wall um, and it's really hard to do that with a crystal egg. And I've read a lot about where crystals are sourced and how their minds can have really damaging environmental impacts. Could you tell us about that as well? Well, certainly the, these crystals are mined out of the ground. Um, so it's not like coal. We're not burning it um, to uh, to create horrible uh, chemicals that can poison our environment. Um, but yeah, it is, it is a finite resource. Um, and there are there are some stories of, of people uh, overseas um, using like child labor or not not paying people enough uh, to, to mine them out of the ground. And developing nations um, then yeah like you're also wanting to be careful that your your quartz or your jade or your your stones um, from elsewhere in the world aren't coming to you uh, after people have been exploited to uh, to dig them out of the ground so there you have it like Catherine said earlier with any sex toy you've got to take care of them so they take care of you but as we've discovered look crystals aren't going to do anything they don't have magic powers 
You can't charge them in the moonlight and then expect your true sexual self to be awakened when you use them the next night. They have a lot of spiritual ideas projected onto them. But at the end of the day, they're just rocks. But if the spiritual stuff helps you connect those things in a way that other methods haven't, then you do you. And although these toys are beautiful, you really have to be careful about that nasty bacteria that could rub your pussy the wrong way. So take it all with a grain of Himalayan rock salt. I hope this episode's helped. And as always, if you have a question, love or sex dilemma, hit us on Instagram at triplejthehookup or email thehookup at abc.net.au. Catch you next time.